great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Tuesday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. First of all, a programming note. Tomorrow, I will be filling in for Bill O'Reilly from 9 to 10 p.m., plus my regular show. So you can join me then, 9 to 10 p.m., and then again at midnight. And let's get right to the topics. Quote, I think I'll wear my burgundy. I think I'll wear my burgundy. That's how Mayor Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, responded a short time ago to his police commissioner, Keyshawn Sewell's sudden resignation. The police commissioner has resigned, announcing that she will be stepping down as the city's top cop, and it has sent shockwaves through 1PP and uh, throughout City Hall. So it appears that she's going to be leaving uh, towards the end of July or in July. And uh, as far as leading the nation's largest police force, there's a lot of speculation with the name of several people being floated as possible replacements. And um, it's going to be interesting again. And here we go again. We're going to let you hear how Mayor Adams responded to the New York Post Uh, asking him to comment as he was leaving City Hall and uh, his press secretary did his his best part to shield the mayor from answering the question. And then as the mayor is getting into his vehicle, he states, I think I'll wear my burgundy tonight. And so here we go again, television, news camera outlets already in special coverage offering live rolling images as the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, made his way from New Jersey to Florida, complete with the overhead helicopter shots, showing his motorcade navigating to the airport and his plane touching down in Miami. A historic day today, Trump facing federal charges, and it should not be because this is all based on on politics. Authorities in Miami are currently preparing for protest around the federal courthouse, and such demonstrations could add another layer to all of this madness that's going on. By the way, uh, nearly half the country supports Trump's uh, federal indictment, but believes politics were involved. 47% of Americans think charges against Trump are politically motivated, according to an ABC uh, poll that's been conducted after the shocking indictment. And it finds that 48 percent of Americans think Trump was rightfully charged in the classified document case, while 35 percent do not, 35 percent do not think he should have been indicted. Another 17 percent reporting feeling unsure about whether the former president should have been indicted for a second time. So among the political parties, 86% of Democrats and 45% of independents say they support the indictment, while the majority of Republicans, 67%, disagree with the charges against Trump. So let's go to the fact that New York City now needs a new police commissioner. Keith Sharp Sewell has uh, resigned, and the first woman to hold the job. And let's let's face it, uh, 
City Hall, all City Hall operations mingle in one police plaza because crime is the top issue for voters. But, um, you know, frankly, I'm surprised she lasted this long, to be honest with you. Uh, So it it appears on the surface that she hung in there, but uh, perhaps the reason will get out as to why she resigned. I want you folks to listen to how Mayor Eric Adams leaving City Hall and the New York Post, as often happens uh, with reporters, the City Hall Bureau Chief Bernadette Hogan was waiting for Mayor Adams, as we often do, and as he was leaving, and he would not stop, but I want you to listen to how the press secretary treated her and how Mayor Adams just kept walking. Mr. Mayor, I'm wondering if you were surprised by the police commissioner's... Excuse me, please. Charles, come on. You, l- let me walk with the mayor, please. Mr. Mayor, were you surprised by the commissioner's resignation today? Did you have a heads up beforehand? Thank you for asking. We're not answering questions. What do you make of those reports, though? You're welcome to read it. That she was... That certain... Who is going to replace her? Who would you like to have replace her? Getting in the car. You can read the statement and put it in your story. Were you surprised, though, Mr. Mayor, by her resignation? Were you anticipating this? Going in the car. You know what? I think I'm aware of my pergamon. Mr. Mayor, do you have any other thoughts to add about the police commissioner's resignation? Boom. Door closed. And... If you listen carefully, I'm going to let you hear it again. But you're getting right now uh, what is the reality if you're a political reporter when you want to talk to a newsmaker and they obviously don't want to respond. So the the press secretary clearly trying to impress their boss. We've put out a statement. We've put out a statement. You heard the mayor. And for us, folks, a statement nine times out of ten is useless. We want, because that's a prepared remark that often is not even done by the newsmaker. It's done by the communications director. And so oftentimes we want a, a real, real-time response, and that's what uh, Bernadette Hogan from the New York Post, the bureau chief, was trying to do. Uh, Mr. Mayor, were you caught off guard by this? And he would not respond. Instead, what he said and it's 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 telling because it points to a degree where the mayor's head is. I think I will wear my burgundy tonight. I want you to listen again. His police commissioner just resigned. I think I will wear my burgundy tonight. Listen again and listen carefully to the give and take. Mayor Adams leaving City Hall. Mr. Mayor, I'm wondering if you were surprised by the police commissioner's... Excuse me, please. Charles, come on. Let let me walk with the mayor, please. Mr. Mayor, were you surprised by the commissioner's resignation today? Did you have a heads up beforehand? We're not answering questions. Thank you for asking. We're not answering questions. What do you make of those reports, though? You're welcome to read it. That she was... That certain... Who is going to replace her? Who would you like to have replace her? Getting in the car. You can read the statement and put it in your story. Were you surprised, though, Mr. Mayor, by her resignation? Were you anticipating this? Going in the car. You know what? I think I'm aware of my appointment. Mr. Mayor, do you have any other thoughts to add about the police commissioner's resignation? Well, you, uh, you, you heard it there. Bernadette Hogan, the City Hall Bureau Chief for the New York Post, is pressing Mayor Adams for a response, a reaction, anything. The press secretary trying to score brownie points. We've put out a statement. We, I've been in that situation a million and one times myself. And, uh, and the press secretary has to do it, or once they get in private, the mayor is going to give them hell, no matter who the mayor may be. And the mayor keeps walking, his security detail, his advance man. And where's the mayor's head? I think I'll wear my burgundy tonight. That's what Mayor Adams had to say 
as the city of New York is looking for now a police commissioner. We are going to open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So I received a lot of emails within the last 24 hours, a lot of emails. And many of them are were on one of the folks that's on hold right now, David in the Bronx. And so I'm going to read quickly three emails to you before we start with the phone calls. One from Tanya Covington, and the subject says, Eric Adams, control freak. She says, the mayor reminds me of Governor Cuomo. He didn't like the TWU members and union liked Andy Byford. So the governor reduced his job functions. The mayor has done the same to the police commissioner. He really needs to focus on his job and try doing it before tackling other jobs. That's from Tanya Covington. One email from CW Healthcare Services VA headline caller from the Bronx talking about Dave. Hi, Dominic. It's always great to listen to your show. I agree that opposing views should be involved in the conversation as it would be unbalanced to receive calls only from those who are in agreement with the topic. I admit that at times it can be difficult to hear certain views, but everyone is entitled to his and her opinions no matter what. As always, we enjoy your show, and we appreciate good Samaritans like the Marine. You always handle situations well and manage to bring us all back to reality. The third one I'm going to share with you, and then we will go to the telephone calls. And it says the caller, the subject line, the caller, David from the Bronx, and this is from Chris And Chris is not a fan of David. He says, Dominic, and I'm quoting here, I feel the reason why people cannot stand listening to that caller, David from the Bronx, is because every call he makes to you is about race. He is obsessed and consumed with race with every issue he calls about. Ask David if Neely was white and the same thing happened to him Would David spend even one minute thinking about him or what happened to him? Dominic, does David care one bit about the 28 people who were violently killed in the New York City subway system over the past three years? Ask him. I did not hear David call about the woman who lost her eye after being attacked in the subway. Does David... Like the Nobel laws, ask him, ask him if he likes criminals being let out or not even charged with crimes they commit. I do not understand why he brought up race, brought up the race of most of the people serving time in jails in New York City. Now, in fairness, I'm I'm breaking off the emails. One more paragraph. In fairness to David, David didn't bring it up. It was the caller before him that brought up the race of uh, most of the people serving time in jails in New York City, and David was responding to that. But Chris from Queens ends with this. Dominic, I like your attitude about having all voices heard on the program, including David's, even though I don't agree with one thing he has ever said on your program. Those are some of the calls, uh, some of the emails that I have received. You can reach out to me on Twitter. At Dominic TV, at Dominic TV, I may use some of your comments live on this program this morning. We are dealing with the fact that it is a historic day in Florida in terms of federal court. President Trump, former President Donald Trump, will be arraigned this afternoon in Miami. Protests are expected, and the police commissioner of New York City, Keyshawn Sewell, has suddenly quit, resigned. She's had enough. Let's go to your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin with, uh, let's begin with uh, David and the Bronx, but it's not that David, it says here. Go right ahead, David. 
Yes, uh, I should put a little K in there and switch it with that. Listen, I listened to Mark Levin three hours, and he pointed out the use of that Espionage Act was never intended to deal with these archives. If he didn't hand in something he should have handed in, you could go to court in a civil matter and get that without a doubt. You didn't have to go through all these raids and all of this. They have a right to the government to get it in civilly. The espionage that was passed was never used against the president and never should be. And when they created this Archive Act, it was never considered espionage in that act at all. I, I was, hear was, you. I, I hear you. But obviously, that's the side that you feel. That's the side that I may agree with you, because this is definitely political. But the there, feds, there the feds tell an thing. entirely different story. Go ahead, David. It's got to be There is a segment of that. There is a segment that says in that in the uh, archive act that you could get those uh, documents going civil court. That's all. If they're defense related. Right. I I hear you. I hear you. But the feds, their response will be, thank you for the call, David. Their response, and and we'll we'll see this officially in just a matter of hours, is is that they tried and tried and tried to work out and get the documents. It's all political, but that's what their response will be. Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Weekend was fantastic. The commissioner, uh, yeah, she was ousted by, by, by Adams. She's starting to mess up now. Not only did he not allow her to do her job, he wanted to be police and mayor at the same time. He's starting to mess up. Well, my, my Audrey, in fairness, most mayors are police commissioner. In fairness. In but fairness. He was, you know, he's been an actual police officer his, his past employment. I think he's messed starting to mess up. I used to, I used to say um, Adams was okay, but he's starting to go above necessary nonsense. But anyway, how was your weekend? Good. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you for thank you for calling and have a uh, wonderful morning. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Good morning to you, Dominic. Uh, you know, in regards to the police commissioner, uh, it's not unusual that she's leaving. I, I agree with you that uh, she she hung in there. Uh, you know what happens is, uh, you know the mayor who's in there. You know what's unusual is that when you have a police commissioner who stays a long time, like for instance Ray Kelly, uh, I think it was unprecedented. He stayed all 12 years of Bloomberg. He served a short time uh, when the, the late Lee Brown passed. Uh, Lee Brown, who was the police commissioner under Dinkins, uh, that was his first act. Uh, Ray Kelly as police commissioner under Dave Dinkins. So I think it's not unusual that she left. Sometimes we see police police commissioners leave, and then they come back later in a different administration, like Bill Bratton. He served uh, briefly under Giuliani, and they butted heads also. Any strong mayor a lot of times is going to be a micromanager. You know that better than anybody covering Yeah, but, but, I can also, but I can also tell you this is personal. This is not yeah. about a regular trend. Uh, she may not ever tell the reason why she's leaving, but it's definitely uh, personal. And uh, and keep in mind that um, that just recently uh, there was the uh, situation with Chief of Department Jeffrey uh, Madry, in which okay. the Civilian Complaint Review Board sustained allegations against him, ruling that he abused his authority by voiding the arrest of a former cop who was accused of waving a firearm at a trio of kids in Brooklyn in late 2021. And and uh, the police commissioner, uh, Sewell, decided to discipline the chief over the incident, setting off a standoff between Madry and uh, the CCRB. So in other words, it was a recent power struggle between the commissioner and city hall. And for it to go down this fast, this fast, yeah, that's, yeah, she's... This is un- She's she's very upset about something. We may not ever know what the reason is, and we thank you for the call, Al, and we may know. But for the police commissioner, first of all, she came out of nowhere to get the job. And it's been one it's been wonderful having her, and it's been wonderful because she has come off as someone who's law and order and as someone who really backs her police officers, and that's what the police department needs. There is always interference from City Hall. 
But when you have a uh, a deputy mayor of public safety, Phil Banks, uh, who has some controversy uh, uh, within himself, unindicted uh, alleged co-conspirator in a NYPD alleged corrupt corruption scandal, and there's a lot of questions over whether or not uh, Adams wanted to go with Phil Banks to begin with, but felt that politically he could not, and so that's one of the names that's being uh, tossed uh, tossed around in terms of um, who's going to be the replacement. Steve and Elmont, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, hi, Dominic. Yeah, I want to be able to, if I can answer both um, statements that you have today. In regards to Keyshawn, she's a great person. I grew up with her. We grew up in Queens, and um, she's the real deal. She's serious. She really cares about this this city, and I knew Definitely the micromanagement, not just the micromanagement, but the also stardom. This guy, this mayor in office right now, there's no way he was going to let her outshine him. For the first black female police commissioner in New York, and most people don't even know that because that would be too much shine for her and too little for him. So I'm going to go with the rumors, micromanagement beyond a reasonable doubt or able to even deal with. She wanted to clean the city up. And his policies, what she wants to do, probably wouldn't look good for him where he, where he wants to end up, but it would have definitely helped. Well, it, you know, it, it's, it's interesting, um, but she had to know what she was getting into from, from day one. I mean, she had to know. In fairness to the mayor, that this may not sound politically... Um, correct in terms of to, to the people, but the mayor, no matter who the mayor is, they're the one that's elected. They're the one that's responsible, period. The buck stops with the mayor. And there's always some micromanaging, but from day one, it was it was reported and believed that she never really ran the police department. Steve, what do you think? Yeah. You know, with, um, definitely. I, I, I hate to say that because you're also – you're also bringing in the fact that she's a woman. So not only was she was a black woman commissioner, but she was the first female, the woman commissioner too. And they always actually have to work to me a little bit harder just to get the respect. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. So I don't think, I mean, it was a great idea, but she, 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 she probably wasn't, she was ready to check out like after a couple of months. Um, I wanted to say about you, uh, about um, president, former president uh trump and all this stuff that's going on with his um you know with these these papers if this was if the same thing happened if the fbi invaded obama's house i wonder if the media would have covered it the same way well i i think it's it's easy for you and i to agree that they would never in a million years invade obama's house it just wouldn't happen wouldn't happen. And so blamed they would have blamed it all on Trump anyway. Not the FBI, the FBI wouldn't have gotten any blame. They would have said they were under strict control and and, and, and command of Trump. Trump would have got all of the blame if that happened to Obama. Right. Well that 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 is true, Steve. I mean, but it is it is not even I thank you for the telephone call this morning. I mean, it is not even in the realm of possibilities that the FBI would have raided the home of the first black president with First Lady Michelle Obama, who would have probably cursed them out at the door. It just wouldn't have happened. Not not in the country in the day and age that we live, but yet it happened to this president. It was wrong. It is wrong. What's going to occur later on this afternoon in a federal courtroom in Miami is wrong. You can be gleeful if you hate Trump if you want to. But as I constantly say, when it happens to your guy, when it happens to the guy in your political party, we'll see if you have the same reaction. Or or will it be something different then? Oh, well, Dominic, I don't like Trump's personality. So you resort to something like this, something as petty as this, against a former president of the United States of America? You raid his home with his wife's personal belongings. You don't disrespect any man in that manner. But you do it to Trump? 
And now 37 counts. And, oh, oh, if we don't get them on the 37, we still got New York. Oh, we don't get them in New York. Well, we still got Georgia looming. We'll get him on one of them, and we'll muddy him up. We'll muddy him up for the campaign, but it's not working. It's not working at all. We are going to take a break. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I see it says David in the Bronx, and a number of people brought him up via email to me uh, in the last 24 hours. So when we come back, I'll hear what David has to say. We'll go to Mike in South Carolina. We'll go to Ascar in Manhattan. And we'll also go to Warren in upstate New York. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, going right back to your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. The police commissioner of New York City, Keyshawn Sewell, has quit. She's gone in about 30 days, resigning from the police department. And a bit later on today, the spectacle that should not happen the former president of the United States arraigned in a federal courtroom in Miami. A lot is going on. I mentioned just a second ago uh, David in the Bronx, and uh, uh, we're going to go to David right now, and then we see a bunch of other calls. We'll get to them as well. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, a couple of things. First thing is about these people who keep accusing me of only talking about race. As you said, that wasn't my intention when I called last night, and I actually said that the uh, person that choked that homeless person to death, that I didn't believe it was, it was racially motivated, okay? I've also said I don't approve of uh, reparations. I don't support affirmative action. I think we need a different program. So these people who are obsessed with this idea that I talk about race all the time, I think they have selective hearing, and maybe they need to think about why they're obsessed with the topic of race and why it makes them so uncomfortable that they feel the need to write you and email the station and God only knows who else and harass me online like they are still doing. But um, the other thing, regarding the police commissioner, I'm surprised, as you are, that she lasted as long as she did. She was brought in from Nassau County. She had no support mechanism in the department, and she's been undermined from the very beginning. Mayor Adams clearly wanted a flunky in there. I'm sure that's who will end up with the job. Uh, Like you said, it's his prerogative as the mayor to have whoever he wants in that job. But let's be clear, he wants someone that he can control and who will do his bidding without asking questions, which means it might be Banks or someone similar from inside the department. But, David, David, in fairness to Adams, every mayor wants somebody as a police commissioner that they can control. It comes with the job description. So in fairness to Adams, I've never met a single mayor, and I've known them all in recent memory. They all have a tight control over their police commissioner. But go ahead. Right. I agree with you on that. And the last thing about Donald Trump, this whole situation could have been avoided if you give Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt, which I will for a moment, and assume that he did not take those documents intentionally, when he was made aware of what he had, how sensitive it was, and how it is supposed to be the property of the archives, why didn't he just return them all instead of moving them around and doing all these other things he's accused of doing? Why didn't he just return them? Well, if he had done that, we wouldn't be having this conversation, Dominic. Well, 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 no, it's not a fact. And see, that's the problem, David. What you're, what you're regurgitating to me right now is what's out there publicly. Because it's out there publicly, it doesn't make it factual. That just means that's what's been reported in the media, period. I thank you for the call, David, and have a uh, a wonderful morning. And that's the problem, folks. We read something and or we listen to something or we watch something, and if it goes along with the narrative that we want, we take it as if it's fact. You have spinning that's done 
by federal prosecutors. You have spinning that's done by the Trump lawyers. Everybody's spinning, and this happens in any case, for for their point of view. But we don't know what the, the fact of matter is in, in this case or or in or any other case. Let's go to Kenny in Yonkers. Good morning, Kenny. What's on your mind? Good morning, uh, Dom. Go ahead. Go right ahead, Kenny. Oh, Good morning. Uh, I'm sorry. Dom, this is Teddy, not Kenny. Oh, it yeah. says Kenny on my screen. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I, okay. I, maybe he misheard. Okay, go uh, ahead, please. Yeah, okay. Dom, I think that the indictment of Donald Trump is totally justified. Newsflash. Breaking news. Breaking news. Teddy thinks the indictment is is legitimate. Breaking exactly. news. This is a shocker. Okay, Dom. That's okay, Dominic. I'm very sick. Uh, that's all right. Uh, Dominic John Bolton, who worked for him, Barr, who always supported him when dealing with the Russian hopes, he supported him. He also attacked Bragg. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, what, so wait, wait, wait. So, wait, 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 wait. So, what does that mean? What does all of that mean? What do you mean? What does, what that, does mean? that mean? Dominic, you are not a lawyer. Uh, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but I was accepted to law school, and I really think that if I were a lawyer, I'd be better than Johnny Cochran. I've, I've observed many oh. lawyers for over 20 Johnny, years. Johnny so, Cochran was top-notch. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, you, you just said that I'm not a lawyer, and I just gave you my honest opinion. Dominic, I, I was accepted. I, I, I Teddy, hold on. Teddy, Teddy, hold on. Teddy, hold on. Teddy. I don't want to cut you off. Just hold on. You brought me into this part of the conversation. When it was time for me to go to graduate school, I was accepted at the Newhouse School up at Syracuse, but also to the Syracuse Law School, which is the same law school that that uh, that uh, Al D'Amato went to, as as well as I believe President Biden. Uh, I think that's where the um, the plagiarism scandal uh, happened. And so, Teddy, you just brought me into this, and I just gave you my opinion that if I was a lawyer, I think I'd be a damn good one. So, well, what, think, so what is there to argue about that? I okay, fine. It's good to have self confidence. I'm going by Mr. Turley, a guy, a lawyer who's on your on your radio pro, uh, station quite often, and he Teddy, Teddy, everybody's yeah, exactly. entitled. Teddy, Teddy. What? Everybody's entitled to their opinion. It and don't, it, Teddy. Me. It including me. Teddy, it don't make it fact because someone's giving you their opinion. Again, you're proving my point. You heard something that you want to hear, and so you're fixating on that. That's what you're doing right now. I'm de- okay, let me just make the final point dealing with it. He want, he is on tape. He said, let's not hand, we don't have to hand. Wait, 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 how do you yes. know? How do you know that? Oh God! Oh how do you know that? Answer the question. How do you know that? That's what's been reported. Oh, oh so I that know. so that means it's fact, right? That means it's fact because it's been reported that he's on tape. Teddy, don't be so naive, my friend. Oh, come on, but, but it's, Teddy, it's, Teddy, 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 Teddy. Oh, maybe, maybe he's on tape. Maybe he's not. But I'm not that naive. I don't just buy what federal prosecutors tell me or what any prosecutor or any defense lawyer. I wait until I can observe what's going on myself. Because it's been reported that there's an audio tape doesn't make it so, Teddy. So you're going to tell me that's fact simply because that's what you want to hear. Do you not understand what you're really saying to me? It's called selective news, Teddy. You've always been like that. You believe what you want to believe, and you ignore the facts, okay? Wait, Teddy, 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 one last, Teddy, Teddy, one last time. Fine. Have you heard the audio tape? (sighs) No, I didn't. Okay, so if you haven't heard the audio tape, how do you know that's fact? Okay. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm gonna, Teddy, no, no, Teddy, I'm Teddy, I'm going gonna, gonna to be honest with you. I'm one of the very best journalists in New York City. Until you know it's fact, it's not fact. Because, because you watch the MSNBC and somebody's being paid a million dollars a year to tell you nonsense, you're going to just believe it? Now, Teddy, 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 Teddy,
He was okay. And I like less pain, too. Less pain was okay, too. So what's your point? To be be honest with you, they weren't better than me combined. So what's your point? I disagree with you on that. Okay, you're entitled to your opinion. Woo-hoo. Why don't you write in the newspaper? Oh. Why don't you? Why can't I read some of the Teddy, because I don't want to. You don't think it's been offered to me to write for newspapers? I don't want to. First of all, first of all, Teddy, Teddy, there's no money. No offense to my colleagues that are in print journalism. There's no money in that. And there's more money on the air. Teddy, I believe in show me the money. Like Mayor Mayor Adams said, that's that's the way I live my life. Show me the money. Okay, let me ask you. What does uh, Quickly, quickly, Teddy, go ahead. About burgundy. I'm going to wear burgundy. What does that mean? That means that he was going out tonight and he wasn't impressed with the question from the reporter. And he was stating that he's going to wear his burgundy. I guess he means his burgundy jacket tonight. Okay. That's what that that's what. But Teddy, my friend. All I'm saying to you, Teddy, is please, because you hear some kid on the news say to you, there's an audio tape and Trump is uh, confessing, until you hear an audio tape in a court of law, you cannot make an assumption that there is a tape. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Teddy, maybe there is. And then what will you say if it turns out to be a fact? If it turns out to be a fact, at that point, I will say, this is the tape that the government presented. Here's what's said on the tape, and then I will react to it. But until but until I see physical evidence, until I see a document number, a federal uh, document number for evidence, I would never make an assumption like that, that it's guaranteed to, to be a tape. It's just for anybody, not just you, Teddy, for me or anyone else. Okay. It, it, it's very naive. And, Teddy, the last thing I'm going to say, and thank you for the call, Teddy. The people on MSNBC, Teddy, they are sitting there telling you what you want to hear because they are making millions of dollars to do so. Now, I'm telling to you straight up. And if I was there, I would probably be doing exactly the same thing. I would try and have a little independence. But if you go against the party line on MSNBC, you're done. So you can't, Teddy, please, thank you for the call. You can't sit up there and believe this nonsense. You can't believe it. Let's go to uh, Pat in New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Morning. My pressure's up. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy, 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 Teddy means well. But, but, you know, we, we make all of these assumptions, and we don't even understand Pat, that we're making assumptions based on what we want to be true. And that's I mean, not, you, you have to you have to deal with, I'm sorry, go ahead, Pat. As I wanted to say, um, Dominic, that's why I became um, a radio junkie. I mean, I'm just tuned into the radio all the time. I do not watch TV because I know I'm going to get the right answers through 77 WABC. <laughs> Well, we we really do try to give uh, the the real answers as to uh, what's going on, Pat. Can I put something out there that's been of a concern to me? You know, you want to talk about tapes? What's coming out with uh, from Burisma? I'm I'm aware of everything that's going on. Yes, I, I know you would be. And months ago, I didn't think about it, and I remember speaking to someone on a talk show program, and I said, you know. I'm reading an obituary, and I find this very strange. Why would this be? And it was Hillary Rodham Clinton's brother who had died, and he was in a hazelnut business in somewhere in the Ukraine or a city called Chibilsi in former Soviet Georgia. I found that kind of interesting. I thought I'd want to pass that on, and I guess I hadn't heard anything. Yeah, I, I, I haven't heard anything about it as, as well, Pat. But, but I, I haven't heard anything about the condition of um, Hillary. I heard today that she was taken to a hospital. Well, and, we, we, uh, we're going to look into that. But as of right now, Pat, I don't know anything about it. But I, but I do thank you for the call. I promise you that we are going to uh, look at it. So... I'm looking at Twitter, and I just got off the phone with David. I gave him a platform, 
even though I know that the audience does not like him, I gave him a platform, and he says here, do you really feel it necessary to bash the late Les Payne? Now, did I bash Les Payne, or did Teddy bring up Les Payne and Earl Cardwell, because I knew he was going even before he went there. He was trying to say that they are the premier African-American journalists, and both of them I know on a personal level, And I'm just being honest with you folks. I think I'm much better than both of them combined at their heyday. That's all I said. I didn't bash anybody. So, David, I'm starting to feel like our listeners feel about you. You just twisted my words completely. Teddy brought up less pain, not me, and I didn't bash him. I said that between him and Earl Cartwell combined that I'm better as a journalist. And I think the fact that I've appeared on the cover of the New York Times TV guide is illustrative of the fact that I'm much better as a journalist. But enough about me right now. We will continue with you folks and your telephone calls. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Manhattan, South Carolina, Jericho, New Jersey, the Bronx, upstate New York, and Kentucky. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. So personally, folks, I prefer for traffic to flow nonstop, that that should be the number one priority. I don't support all of this carving up street lanes for bikes. And, and you know, Ninth Avenue used to be one of the best kept secrets in New York as a journalist to get from all the way uptown to all the way downtown, but everything's carved up now, and now it's one lane, and you stand there, and the buses have a lane, and so on. But the Summer Streets program is expanding to 20 miles of car-free open space in New York City and will include Harlem for the first time. New Yorkers will get to enjoy... 20 miles of car-free, car-free streets and summer fun over five Saturdays between July and August. So some people feel that streets should be closed for uh, street fairs and so on. Uh, and I guess this is a, a bias of mine. The only thing I feel streets should be closed for uh, are are the PAL uh, play streets when the kids are out playing And I guess because I was a pal kid, so it's near and dear to my heart. But anything outside of that, I feel that traffic should be the number one priority. I'm still stuck on I didn't bash either one of these journalists. I gave my honest assessment after Teddy brought something up. But anyway, let's go now to uh, Mark in Kentucky. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Let me tell you something. This gentleman, uh, but Kenny, I, I feel sorry for him. But wait, wait, wait. You said all I heard was this gentleman pretending you feel, I feel sorry. Sorry for him. I but really what? Feel what? Sorry I don't know. Him. I don't know what gentleman you're talking about, Mark. Well, Kenny or, or Ted or oh, te- oh te- you, Ted, Teddy from Yonkers. Yeah, okay, and, I, and I, I'm sorry. And I, he's just a, a nice gentleman. I'm sure he is, but he needs to calm down a little bit. And well, drink some decaffeinated <laughs> coffee. <laughs> well, you, you know what's what's interesting, Mark, and I find this very interesting. If if people expect for you to do democratic talking points, and you don't do democratic talking points, they become furious at what you're saying. And so Teddy gets upset with me because Teddy. I guess he gets a flashback to MSNBC, and I, and I've been on MSNBC, I've been on Fox, I've been on CNN, but I guess yes, you know he he wants me to do the MSNBC thing, and I'm not. Uh, the yes. the luxury of working for the Casamitides, Margot Casamitides, John Casamitides, is that uh-huh. I can be free to tell the absolute truth the way I see it. And exactly. So, and so I, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Warren, upstate New York. Good morning, Warren. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Good morning. First go right all, ahead. First of all, that, that lady that uh, was the police chief down there, I'm a police officer 
upstate New York. Okay. And that lady took over, and it's not like the old ladies that, that, that get promoted. She, I assume that she wanted to put her own stamp on her and take over and do run the city and the police department the way she wants to, and Adams is not going to let – he wanted – he wanted somebody that he could rubber stamp, and she she wasn't that person. No doubt about it. No doubt about but it. There again, but there again, it goes back to elections have consequences. People knew what this Adam guy was all about before they elected him. Well, you, you're, you're correct, Warren. I thank you for the call. You are correct. Elections have Consequences, no doubt about it, no doubt about it. And that's what I always say whenever people want to come up to me and complain about something. Oh, Dominic, sanitation service, well, did you vote? Oh, I don't vote because my vote, well, don't waste my time. Because if you didn't vote, why do you want to stand here and lecture me? If you want to change the system, vote. Vote like your life depends on it because it does. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, calm down, brother. Calm okay, down. Go, Phil, don't go, let, Phil oh. I don't have much time. Go ahead, please. I have a lot of calls. Go ahead. All right. Uh, on one of your on one of your show promos, it was your voice. Uh, did you infer that Penny said something like, "quote I put uh, Neely in a fatal chokehold"? No, I didn't say. I don't, Phil, what are you talking about? I I don't I don't get what what you're saying. I, I did a report. No, I, I, I want to clarify it because it, it was it, it struck me as odd. Okay, so Phil, so Phil, wait, so wait, Phil, I want to make sure I got this right. So you're asking me about a news report that I did several hours ago, of which I don't have the copy yes. in front of me, and you want me to be able to tell you verbatim what I said? No, I'm asking you: is it is it possible that you had misquoted? Penny no, what, 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 you're, what, what, you're, what you're I'm not what condemning you. What, what you're really saying is you don't like the the word chokehold being used in this situation. Let's oh, be honest. No, let's no, be honest. That's not it, okay, dog. so okay, that's so all it. right, so Phil, so what are you really saying? I, I'm saying that the phraseology suggested that that you said that he said that he put pen he put uh, nearly in a fatal chokehold. Phil, Phil, I, I just Phil, was Phil, Phil, Phil. I have I have five minutes left and nine telephone calls, and you're holding me up That's on because the te- on you a te- got up with that guy Terry. Okay, okay, and you're holding me up on the technicality. Thank you for the I call. Ain't holding thank you, you up, thank you for the call. You're holding. You're wasting my time. I'm not going to be politically correct. You're wasting my time on a technicality. You don't think I understand the sensitivities of reporting that case? Of course I do. So I don't know anyway. I'm not going to even waste my time. Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Yes. Hi, Dominic. Um, The Trump lawyers need to do a motion to dismiss this case to that favorable judge. They have the federal case because you can't go through 37 charges and expect that you're going to necessarily get off that. But the threshold question is constitutional. Trump has more obligations greater like than those opposed upon other people in like circumstances. Here's the key. We already have the evidence. We have Durham report. Wait, 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 Jerry, Jerry, wait, wait. I'm a little confused. You said Trump has on him more obligation. I'm I'm, lost. What I'm saying is Trump's being treated differently. He has greater obligations put on him than Clinton did, than uh, Hunter Biden does, than Strzok and Page and Mueller report and Durham report. In those reports, you see a lot of people think that Trump would need to get all kinds of evidence together. He already has the evidence. You asked for judicial notice. Wait, 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 wait. You said Trump. I'm completely lost, Jerry. Okay. You just said Trump uh, get all the. See, Jerry, what you're doing is you're trying to give us a legal debrief, and okay. that's not a good thing. When when okay. you when you say Trump has all the evidence, I don't know what you're referring to. All right. Okay. So Trump's being treated unequal. You know that. You understand. Yes, that. but what's your that's point when you say when you say Trump has all the evidence? That's what I need okay. you to answer because I'm not following you. All right. Okay. So you don't have to do discovery to find out that he's being treated unequally. Okay. If you okay, look Jerry, the for the third time, for the third time, you just said Trump has all the evidence. This is the right. third and final time. Okay. Let me. What okay, are Jerry. you referring to? I need exhibit, you to talk in exhibit. language I can understand. Okay. 
Exhibit one, Clinton email. She was not charged. Okay, Exhibit okay, Jerry, I, Jerry, okay. I, I'm batting a thousand tonight. You, you just said you just said Trump has all the all the evidence for what? What are you stating? Oh, he has the evidence to show that he's being treated unequally under the Fourteenth Amendment. That is a right to dismiss the okay, case. Okay, all right, okay, but but that but that's for the courts, right, Jerry? Right, that's that, for her, for the judge. The judge should do it. She's actually remiss if she doesn't do it. This is a facially. This is a facially. Uh, case that shows facially 14th Amendment has been violated. It's on its face. We have all these documents from the Durham report, the Mueller report, Struck and Page, Hunter Biden didn't get charged with gun charges, Clinton didn't get charged okay, with email. But, but that and, has, I agree with you, but that has nothing to do with the Trump case. Absolutely well, yes, nothing. Does. Okay. Yes, it does. Jerry, it does. Jerry how Here. does it in the court okay. of Oh. I'm going to show you. Jerry, no, you've got you. 15 seconds to show me because right. I've Let spent too you. much so, time so, on this. Go so ahead. When they make their point that this has nothing to do with it, you say exactly what what happened to Sullivan? That's the evidence okay, that okay. they weren't charged. That's okay. All right. Okay. 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 Thank you, Jerry. I, it's just every night you're giving me a legal debrief, and, and I'm not feeling it, to be honest with you, because it's open to interpretation, and that's that's your personal opinion. Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. My head is spinning after, uh, the, you know, a uh, couple of callers. And, uh, oh, please. And, David, you know what? Uh, we feel bad for what happened to you. But you got your facts wrong, your elevation. He voice. definitely has okay, his facts wrong, and he does focus on race ninety nine percent of oh. the time. I, I didn't want right. to call him out. I didn't want to do it, but and I'm getting sick of right. listening to it. So I'm going to start limiting exactly. his calls because ninety nine percent of the time he's whining about race. Go ahead, Mike. Exactly right. And, and if you're whining so much, get a chunk of cheese. And you know what? You should get your own show on the internet, and you've got to get your facts straight. The poor guy that died on the subway, he was mentally disturbed. Dominic, you spoke about it. And, you know, Dave, you spoke about transgenders. His relatives didn't step in and help him out, okay? And now all because of, you know, the situation he was in. And the Marine is a hero. And I'll tell you what, I'll leave you with this, Tom. The police commissioner from Nassau County, where I grew up, okay, she resigned. I would have resigned, too, uh, under this uh, do do as an Italian expression for Adams, a one-term, you know, mayor. And he wants to wear burgundy. Isn't that nice? Go go get burgundy and a $5,000 suit and go clubbing with Sharpton. All right? And maybe you can really, instead of sitting on your hands, uh, do something. And with the migrants, Dominic, oh, uh, it's my only be grandchild. Quick. quick, Mike. Well, you my know what, Mike? Mike I, I have to save it for another night. I'm joined by Frank Morano in the final seconds. Frank, what's coming on this one? Uncle Floyd, legendary comedic performer, will join me in a half hour. Uh, we'll also have some more thoughts on this situation involving Commissioner Sewell and a bunch of other fun stories that people may have missed in the newspaper. Frank Morano's coming up next. I'll be back again tonight at 9 p.m. in for Bill O'Reilly and then back again at midnight.